in a world where frauds and scams can be disguised as legitimate opportunities and anyone can be a self-proclaimed business expert. Who do you trust? Before you invest time or money, listen in to make sure your business is in the clear. Welcome to the In the Clear podcast. I'm your host, Justin Ruckla. And today we are talking to one of the members of the Clear Business Directory of what it means to operate a transparent business. Our guest today is Steve Farber of the Extreme Leader Institute. And uh, folks, I have to tell you, you're in for a treat. Steve is not only an all-around great guy, but uh, he's a musician and he's been in the business of leadership for the last 20 plus years the best-selling author, and this is a guy in business that gets it, who understands what leadership means, and everything that he does is top-notch, and I, I'm honored to have him on the show today. So, Steve, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Justin. Those are very kind words. I appreciate it. So, I got to be honest with you, Steve. You blew me away the last time we went when you broke out the guitar. <laughs> well... Thank you. Yeah, you know, I started playing guitar when I was 13 years old. Wow. And uh, if you would have asked me when I was, you know, my late teens, early 20s, if you would have asked me what I'd be doing in my 30s, 40s, and 50s, I wouldn't have said leadership development, author, <laughs> mentor. <laughs> I would have said, I would have said musician, man. I would have said I'd be, you know, on tour. I'd be writing songs. And uh, let's just say it didn't turn out that way. So, um <laughs> It's been really fun to, uh, and it's something I've just started to do recently, to bring music into my work you know, as a speaker and an author and a coach and all that. So I feel like I'm on a, a little bit of a new journey by reaching back into the past and bringing forward something that I've always been passionate about, which is music. I absolutely love that. It, you know, it really, really gives people a good insight as to who you are, especially when... Uh, I thought I knew you. And then, of course, boom, there you are. You break out the guitar. I'm like, oh, hey, I was like, that, I didn't know that piece about you. And that's, uh, you know, almost intimate knowingness of somebody when you connect through music. Um, and, and I love the fact that you're able to share with that. Folks, and not only did he play, but he also sang. Uh, and it was, uh, it was a version of Amazing Grace with, uh, with another uh, member of the forum that we were just at. And it was absolutely beautiful. So, Steve, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. So, Steve, outside of being a contributor in Inc. Magazine, can you share a little bit more about what the Extreme Leadership Institute is all about? Sure. So, I've written three books, The Radical Leap, The Radical Edge, and Greater Than Yourself. The Radical Leap came out originally in 2004. It's had a few editions since then. But I've been doing the work of leadership development since, uh, actually, I started in the late 80s, early 90s. So I've been, I've been doing this for quite some time. And, and over the years, you know, I developed my own point of view on what great leadership is. And I describe it as extreme leadership. And I built my company around that. So the Extreme Leadership Institute, which is my main company, is really all about helping people to understand that leadership is not about your position. It's not about your title. It's not about where you sit on an org chart. It's not about how much uh, you know, power you have over other people. It's about your willingness, first of all, and then your ability to step up and change things for the better, regardless of your position or title. So this is what I help people do. And I, and I help people in lots of different contexts. My primary playground, as it were, has been in, you know, in the corporate world, in the world of business. So I work with people at all different levels. I work with entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, corporate executives. Uh, it, it just doesn't matter to me. As long as they're human, that's one prerequisite. 
and they're interested in changing things for the better, I, there's something that I can do to help them. Yeah, I absolutely love that. You know, Tonya's completed your book and, you know, she was just blown away by just some of the points that you make and the, the concepts you bring to the leadership conversation is, it's a breath fresh air because they're, you know, the old ways of doing business just, just aren't effective anymore. And thought leaders such as yourself who bring new ideas around the concepts of leadership is really what people are craving. And I know that the value you bring to that, and you and I have talked on, on a couple occasions on, you know, the concept of transparency in, in business and what that means from a leadership position. Is there something from like a transparent perspective, there's something that you would want the, the listeners to know about you and your business history and some of the lessons that you've learned along the way? Sure. Yes. And let me put it in, in a little bit of a broader context. So if there's one, you know, so-called fresh idea that I'm bringing to the conversation about leadership, it's by bringing in, ironically, something that's not so fresh. It's not so new. In fact, it's rather timeless. And that is, you know, rather simply, love is the foundation of leadership and love is the foundation of great business. So, you know, I get on my soapbox and I try to get people to understand that love is not, you know, and I could say this because I live here in California, it's not California touchy-feely hoo-ha crap. <laughs> love is very, it's, it's just damn good business, really. That we want our customers to love us. Uh, we want our customers to love our product or service that we offer because that's where our competitive advantage comes from. And if that's the case, then the way to make that happen in a real sustainable and meaningful way over time is to create an environment that people love working in. And I can't create that kind of environment unless I love this work and the people that I work with myself first. That's the logical path. So love is the foundation of great business. And that is, you know, maybe what sets me apart a little bit, perhaps. <laughs> I'd, I'd say that sets you apart quite a bit, especially yeah. in the uh, corporate world. So, of course, love and transparency, you know, they go hand in hand, so to speak, because love is not, this is not about, you know, faking it. It's not about pretending I love my customers or my team when I really don't. It's about tapping into an authentic emotion and very human experience. And you know, the more I, I love and trust somebody, the more transparent I am with them about who I am, what I'm trying to do, where I come from, and, and where we're trying to go together. And you know, authenticity is it's become almost a buzzword in recent years. And the reason things become buzzwords is because there's a fairly common agreement that it's a good idea. There's a downside to being a buzzword, and that is that we think if we're using the word, then we're doing the thing. And you know, it's like it's, it's the old adage that you know, authenticity is a great thing. If you can learn how to fake that, you got it made. Um, I love it. I don't know who said that originally, but it's been attributed to a lot of different people. But that's kind of the idea. You can't fake this stuff. You can't fake transparency. Either you're transparent or you're not. I'll give you a very specific example from my own business. So one of the things that we do is certify people to teach our extreme leadership workshop, okay? So they'll come to San Diego. We do it twice a year. The next one is coming up in August, August 16th. We do a workshop on the first day that anybody's, you know, anybody can attend. It's open to the public. And then the next three days is the train the trainer or certification process. So when people are done with that, they're licensed and certified to facilitate the extreme leadership workshop, Okay. So that's the context for it. Now, what we do, one of the things that we do is at the end of the four days, we invite everybody to our house for a barbecue. Now, to me, 
that just seems like the obvious thing to do. I mean, people are coming in from all over the world. They're spending all this time and all this money with me to go deep into this body of work, which is my body of work, which is my life's work. Uh Why wouldn't I want to hang out with them? (laughs) Yeah. So it's just really interesting, Justin, because to me, it just seemed like an obvious thing. And when I first started doing this, and we've been doing this for a couple of years now, I remember people were just absolutely gobsmacked that we invited them to our house. And I guess it's because they just don't expect that level of intimacy and personal revealing of of who you are. I mean, when somebody's standing around in your kitchen having a conversation, that's about as just about as real as it gets. I mean, standing around in the bathroom would be more real, but the kitchen (laughs) is probably more appropriate. You know what I mean? It's that human-to-human interaction, and I love it. And we've actually had people call the office and say, When's the program with the barbecue coming up? Because I want to go to the barbecue. (laughs) There's more to it than that, obviously. But I think that's what people respond to, Justin. You know, they they respond to authenticity and transparency and realness. And, you know, we crave that in today's world of so-called fake news and weird stuff going on. And we can't separate dream from reality or illusion from fact. And so when we see somebody who's actually real, and is willing to let us into their lives, we all respond to that. I, I absolutely love that, Steve. That is an absolutely uh, phenomenal example of what you do. And I, I have to agree with you. What people, I think, are really missing in the business world is that connectedness. Um, that ties right into your conversation of love. Tony and I get that all the time of, well, how do you guys do what you do? Don't you, you just don't trust anybody? No. It's all about transparency and connecting with people and by all means, we absolutely love people. And, you know, it's just about better of helping bring that, that you know, very similar message of you know, if you're going to connect with people, do it from a place of transparency, from a place of authenticity. And uh, it's so funny. You, your story reminds me, uh, I was in college and I had a, a professor that was teaching us concepts of ego and personal development and understanding who you were and all this kind of stuff. And at the very end of the course, he invited us to his house yeah. for our barbecue. And to me, that was like, you know what? As far as everybody that I had been in front of, if I was going to be taking advice on who I was and what I was going to do with my life, here was a guy who was telling me, you know, here's who I am. Come see how I live. And, and in the business world, for you to be able to do that for your clients is huge because that encompasses everything from a leadership perspective as to who you are. And they get to see you there and connect with you there. It's not just, uh, hey, thanks for coming to the event and and I hope you learned something. But, hey, I I honor you. I see you. And come be a part of this inner circle of this. And and let's really get a chance to connect. And it's in that space where you build lifelong clients, lifetime fans, and where your business success really accelerates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we also have to acknowledge that you know transparency, the willingness to be transparent, is scary for most people because you know we're we're always afraid that they're going to see something that they won't like or or something that's even potentially shameful. I mean, I'm sure you run into this all the time. In your all, the time. all the time. <laughs> like, what are you going? I mean, I know I had that experience when you when we gave you our information to you know, to go through your vetting process. Like, oh crap. <laughs> What are they going to find? I think that's a natural... I mean, you run into that a lot, right? When people start the process with you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And 
one of the biggest things that we, we come up against is just that is the what are you going to find and how is it going to show up? And really where we come in and, and we help educate people on is, is that, you know, if there is something out there in your background, by coming at it from a place of transparency, it actually disarms any argument that somebody could use against you for not wanting to work with you. Yeah. Let's take that for a second and look at it in the context of the leadership principle, right? Yeah. Because the same holds true every day. So, you know, when I tell people and, you know, and I coach and I write about this very thing that, that human beings follow human beings. We don't follow some idealized icon of unattainable perfection, right? We follow people and people are imperfect. It's just the way we are. So this is exactly the same kind of advice that I give to leaders and aspiring leaders. Instead of trying to appear to be perfect, which none of us is, right? Instead of trying to appear that way, how about instead just being really open and transparent and vulnerable with the things that you don't do well, the areas where you've screwed up, the, you know, it doesn't mean necessarily revealing all the skeletons in your closet to everybody that you work with. It's not well, but, but by all means, what you did when you were 13 in your mom's basement was your own business. <laughs> exactly. But instead to say, hey, listen, I tried this. Here's what I did. It didn't work. I screwed it up. Here's what I learned from it. And I'm sharing this with you so you know that I don't want you to make the same mistake that I did. I mean, there's there are all kinds of opportunities just to be real and authentic and transparent. And we've been conditioned to believe on some level that when we're in a leadership role, that if we're seen as anything other than perfect, it damages our credibility. And it doesn't. If we're incompetent, that's something else. I'm not talking about let's all be in, you know, transparently incompetent. But, but we, you know, it's a, you know, even the most competent, accomplished people screw things up occasionally. So our willingness to be able to use our even uh, uncomfortable experience as a way to help other people to learn from it is a great gift that we can give to people. And it actually creates a closer and tighter bond that actually increases my credibility, which is kind of what, what you were saying, right? If you just if you just come at it and say, look, here's the issue. Here's what happened. Here's what I learned from it. Here's how it's shaped me into the person that I am today. Then any kind of negative charge on that just dissipates. Exactly. And that's that's one of the things I love about what we do is, is that we provide that, that what the clear business directory provides is it provides that safe space for people to share whatever may be in their background, because it's not as, as if somebody just goes through the vetting process and then boom, we populate the directory with whatever we find. Now, every member has got to review the report and then they actually have to actively choose to participate in the directory. And so what that really does is it really raises the bar. It's not a complaint site. It's not a place for to get some sort of fake rating on an A-plus business without really knowing who they are or what they do. It's a, hey, look, <laughs> I know this is what you're going to find on me. I want you to know about it and go read it. If you have any questions, let's have a conversation. And outside of that, let's get down to business. Right, exactly. And, you know, it's true. I guess what I'm saying is it's true in every context, whether you're leading a team or leading a company or or in a relationship with somebody or whenever more than one human being is involved, it's a similar kind of process. You know, it's our, our willingness to show our trust in other people by being trusting in our approach to them and to do that by, you know, by being transparent. I absolutely love it. So, Steve, With that, one of my favorite questions to ask people when they're getting involved with somebody is if there was one question or two that somebody should be asking you 
what would that question be if they were deciding to come to one of your workshops or engage you in your, uh, your business? Um, one question they'd be asking me personally or, or about the work that we do? About the work that, that you do in regards to, you know, in order for them to do you their, their, some additional due diligence on you, what would be a good question that would give them some insight as to whether or not it's a good fit or not? Yeah, I think um, you know, it would be something along the lines of, can you give me real live people to talk to whose lives and businesses have been changed and transformed for the better? <laughs> that's the implication. And I think that's it. Can you give me live people to talk to, real people whose lives and businesses have been changed or transformed for the better by participating in your work? Something like that. Absolutely. Coming down and bringing it back to the people piece is good, especially with what you do as far as how has your information impacted them? How has it impacted their business? Sure. Uh, and you know that's not something that you're necessarily going to feel from reading a positive review somewhere. It's something you're going to feel by connecting with other people that have experienced what it is that you've had to offer. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, I've had lots, I mean, countless people really over the years that have responded to me via email to either a response for reading one of my books or hearing me speak or attending my events, whatever it is, been a lot of different opportunities for that. And what's interesting about it is it's a very personal kind of a thing right? Yep. So the emails that I get, I mean, there's nice reviews on Amazon for the books and, and that sort of a thing. But the emails that I get from people are really, they're personal. They're the kinds of things that, that you don't go up on social media and post, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes you do say, yeah, this book is great. It really changed my life. And, you know, but to say I read your book and it made me rethink, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, but I've gotten lots of emails similar to this. It made me rethink the work that I've been doing and I realized that I'm in the wrong place and I hate this job. So I quit and I went out and I traveled around the country for a year to find myself. And now I decided to start a new business and it all started when I read your book. That's the kind of thing you're not going to, you're not necessarily going to post on Facebook. You know, I mean, maybe you will. But on the other hand, if somebody came to me and said, listen, I'd like to talk to some people to hear about their experience, I've got probably dozens that would love to do that. They're just not going to do it publicly. Yeah, I, I love that. Absolutely love that. And Steve, I know you mentioned that you've got an event coming up here in August. Uh, is, there, uh, is there a place that we can send listeners to to uh, learn more about that? Yes, absolutely. So my world lives at stevefarber.com. And if you go there, uh, and I encourage people to go and spend, spend some time. And if this sounds interesting to you, you're going to see on that site, there's lots of video, there's lots of content, you know, there's audios that you can sign up for. If you're interested in our Extreme Leadership Workshop, you'll see a, a tab in the navigation called Workshops and Training. And then if you're interested in actually getting certified to teach that workshop, you'll see a tab that says Certification. Uh, it's the all stevefarber.com. And then just, you know, spend some time there, poke around, watch the videos, get a sense of who I am and what we do here. And then, you know, if you, if you sign up for the audio series, and there's a pretty obvious prompt to do that, it's kind of hard to miss. The audios are delivered to you from my email address. So you can always just hit reply. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns or emotional outbursts or whatever, I do respond to the emails that I get. I absolutely love that, Steve. And in addition, you can find more on Stephen and his Clear Business Directory profile, clearbusinessdirectory.com. And uh, if you attend one of his workshops, I'm sure you are going to get blessed and graced with his music as well. 
That, that is true. We're doing that more and more. So, yes, graced. I'm not so sure about graced and blessed, but you'll hear it. <laughs> Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to connect with us on the show today. And I am so excited that I've gotten to know you more, and I look forward to, uh, to further conversations. Thanks so much, Justin. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. If you or your business has been ripped off by a fraud or scam, visit InTheClearPodcast.com and let us know.